Welcome to a Better Covenant podcast, an arm of the teaching ministry of Dr. Felix Idolo. We pray that this message will bless you and lift you up as Dr. Felix Idolo brings you deeper insights into God's covenant with us. And now, here is Dr. Felix Idolo. Welcome to my podcast, Better Covenant Podcast, and my TV production, Better Covenant uh, on YouTube. And uh, if you're just joining me for the first time, I'd like to encourage you to subscribe to my channel and also to share this with your as many friends as possible. And uh, uh, just to let you know that I'm also, you can see me and see my products, get my a lot of my products on, uh, on my website, uh, www.abettercovenant.org. I'm also on... Uh, I'm also on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google, SoundCloud, and AudioMark. A couple of, just about every major channel, you'll be able to get me on every major podcast uh, platform. So we want to continue today on um, discussing the subject of civil government and really uh, the series that I've titled Plan B. And uh, really, I'm directing most of the content on this on this platform on this uh, series is uh, directed uh, really at the political economic situation back home in Nigeria uh, but doesn't mean that other people can their principles the principles of the word of God are applicable across the universe uh, Americans Nigerians South Africans Ghanaians Zambians anywhere there's anywhere there's they are human beings. You can apply these principles. But my major, my major interest is uh, is Nigeria. My major interest really is uh, my home country, Nigeria. So um, I want us to continue with Psalm one twenty seven. Uh, uh, let me just read that Psalm, and then from there we'll take it forward. It says, "Except the Lord build the house, the labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord." Keep the city, the watchman, wicked, but in vain. Now, it's talking about building here, but the Hebrew concept of building is not really about physical building. When the Bible talks about building a house here, it's not really talking about physical building. It's talking about people. It's talking about the nation, the whole country itself as a house. So, uh, so when about when you talk about building a house, what do you start with? You start with a plan. You start with a design. So God's plan for the nations of the world, of which the nation of Israel was like a model, like like a prototype for other countries of the world, uh, is that there is a plan. God's word contains a plan by which we can build a successful nation, a successful country. And the most successful countries in the world, the freest, most economically prosperous countries in the world are countries that have been built on a Judeo-Christian foundation. So I want us to look at the word of God for just for a few minutes and see what does the word of God say about nation building? How do we build a successful country? How do we build a, a successful government? What does the word of God have to say? And so this scripture t- tells us that 
except the Lord build the house. That means the building of a nation, the building of a successful country has to be based on a biblical blueprint. And the reality is that when you look at Nigeria today, when you look at the country Nigeria today, and you see the, the political, the economic problems that we're going through, the, the governmental problems that we're going through, uh, whether you like it or not, you can trace everything back to the builders. You can trace everything back to the builders of the country. And when I talk about the builders of the country, I'm talking about the founding fathers and those that continued after them. I mean, talking about from independence in 1960 right up to now. So when we talk about the 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 problems that we're going through, you have to go back to the mindset of those people that started building the country in the first place. You know, if you have a building and the, the building suddenly collapses, what's the first thing you want to go to? The, the municipal authorities of that city, what do they do when you have buildings that are collapsing, bridges that are collapsing? What do you do? You go first to the design. You go and look at the, you, go, you get the architects, you get the civil engineers, you get the builders. That's where you go look, you go look at first. You look at the design, you look at the people that designed that building, you look at the people that built that building and see where they got it wrong. That's where you go, that's what you do. You don't go first of all fighting the people that lived in that building. They are not the first and foremost culprits that you have to get a hold of. You go first and foremost to the designers. You go first and foremost to the builders. And so when you look at the problems that are going on in Nigeria today, you see the economic, the political, the, the civil problems that we have today. You can trace everything back to the, the beginning, the foundations of the country. You see, the Bible says, where if the foundations are destroyed, what can, what, what can the righteous do? So you go first to the, to the builders and look at the mindset of the people that 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 uh, that that put the building together so if we have all these problems we've not been able to build a successful country up until now then there is or we can say there are issues with the founders there are issues with the builders there are issues with the people that designed it in the first place you have to look into their mindset and see where their mindset was not in line with the word of god now the biggest culprit in this, the biggest problem in this is the, the biggest culprit in this, the biggest problem in this is the church itself. The greatest mistake that the church of the Lord Jesus Christ did at the founding of the nation, and perhaps even before the founding of the nation, because the church was always there all along, is that they considered the political space of the country to politicians. They didn't get involved in nation building. They didn't get involved in the political process. They didn't get involved in the, in the, in the writing of the constitution. They didn't get involved in the formation of the institutions of the state. The church wasn't involved. And so that input with the church needed to, to put in there for the building of a successful country just wasn't there and still hasn't been there up till now. And so that's one of the reasons. In fact, that is the major reason why we're experiencing the political issues that we're going through today. Because when Jesus called the church, he said, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. In fact, let me just go there. I'll come back to this again in the, 
Let's go to Matthew, uh, just New Testament. Uh, Matthew chapter, let's go to Matthew 28, and then look at the, where is it now? Okay, right, verse 19. Go ye therefore, let, let's let's back up a little bit. And, and Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. So you see here that Jesus' command is a command to go to the world, to the whole world, and teach the nations. That includes nation building. That is the assignment that Jesus gave to the church, to give the knowledge of his plans to the nations of the world, to disciple the nations. And that includes teaching them about nation building also. And when you look at successful countries in the world, when you look at nations that have been successful in the world, these are nations where Christians got involved in nation building. They got involved in civil government. They got involved in statecraft. They got involved in putting the government together. They told them what the Bible has to say about the state. And then they incorporated that into the into the into the building of these nations, and that's the reason why you build they, they build these successful countries. And so the church in Nigeria has been noticeably, remarkably absent in the putting together of the Nigerian state, and that's the reason why we're experiencing a lot of the problems that we're experiencing today. The church has not been playing its role. Let's go to Hebrews 11, verse 8. Uh, let me go to my, let me use this. Uh, New Testament, Hebrews 11, verses 8 to 9. By faith, Abraham, when he was called out, by faith, Abraham, when he was called out to go into a place which he should afterwards receive as an inheritance, obeyed, and went at not knowing whither he went. By faith he sojourned in the land of promise as in a strange country, dwelling in the tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, who heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which had foundations, whose builder and maker is God. So here again we see something about the attribute of God. It says God is the make the the builder and the maker of cities. Now, uh, the Greek word there for builder and maker should literally be translated the architect and the builder. The architect puts the plan together and the builder brings the plan into reality. So God is being referred to here as the architect and the builder of the city which Abraham looked forward to to living in. So God is a designer of nations. God is a builder of nations. If we allow him into the country, if we allow him into our country, if we allow him to play the role of the architect and the builder, then he will help us to build a successful country. But the reality is, is that God doesn't force himself on anybody. He doesn't force himself on people. He doesn't force himself on nations. And until we allow him to get into the political space of our country, he's not going to get in there. He's going to stay out like a perfect gentleman. So we have to allow God into the political, economic sphere. 
affairs of our country so that his wisdom can get in there and help us to build successful uh, inst national institutions. So I want to begin to um, look into the word of God, uh, look into the biblical model, look into the biblical plan and see what the word of God has to say about building successful countries. You know, the Word of God covers every aspect of human life. Every aspect. There is no aspect of human life where God has not given us His counsel. There is no aspect of human life, spirit, soul, body, social, economic, political, government, civil government, you just name it. There is no aspect of human activity. There is no aspect of human living that God has not uh, given us his plan. You know, like I was reading the last time uh, in Jeremiah 29, uh, here in Jeremiah 29, let me, let me read that from my electronic Bible. Uh, Old Covenant, really. Old Testament, Jeremiah 29, uh, reading from verse 7. This is God speaking to the, the nation of Israel in exile. And here he's talking to them, and seek the peace of the city which I have caused you to be carried away captives, and pray unto the Lord for it, for in the peace thereof you shall have peace. So God was instructing the nation of Israel here, in exile, these people were not in their home country, and he was telling them, pray for the peace of the city. Now, in talking about the city, he was talking about the state. It's just like saying, pray for the peace for pray for the peace of Abuja. When you say pray for the peace of Abuja, you're talking about pray for the peace of Nigeria. When you say pray for the peace of Pretoria, you are saying pray for the peace of of the whole of South Africa. When you say pray for the peace of Washington, you're saying pray for the peace of 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 uh, the whole of America. When you say pray for the peace of Jerusalem, you're talking about praying for the peace of Israel. So when the Bible says pray for the seat, the, the peace of that city, the capital city of Babylon, the God was telling them pray for the whole nation. So when he says pray for the peace of the nation, he's talking about pray for the peace of the government. And it, the word, the Hebrew word peace means something that functions according to design, something that functions according to plan. So when he says pray for the peace of the government, pray for the peace of the city, well, he's just simply telling you to pray that the nation will function according to the plan that God has for it. So God has a plan by which nations can prosper. God has a plan by which governments can be successful. And if we build our government in Nigeria according to God's plan, there is no reason why the government will not prosper. So these are some of the things I want to go into in the next couple of podcasts. I want to get into the biblical model, the biblical blueprint for government. And then as we begin to apply ourselves to the biblical model, the biblical blueprint of government, we can then begin to expect better functioning, better working government. The church has to get involved in this for the church has a role to play. So I'm going to end it there for today. And uh, till I come back away again, 
uh, uh, just be stay blessed and keep listening to the word of God, keep studying the word of God, keep paying attention to the word of God. And the Lord Jesus Christ himself, head of the church, bless you. Amen. We trust that this message has been a blessing to you. Be sure to join us again for another refreshing episode. For additional information, please visit www.abettercovenant.org or email us at abc at abettercovenant.org.